This is Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude with Jonathan and Haley Sanders from Altitude Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jonathan and Haley provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude with your hosts, Jonathan and Haley Sanders. Hello and welcome back to Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude. I am Haley Sanders. And I am Jonathan Sanders. And today we're going to be talking about retirement conversations for couples. Wow, good topic. Uh, You two should be great at this. Not only do you guys help a lot of couples with their retirement planning, uh, but you are, after all, a couple yourself, right? It could get interesting, Tony. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I'm very, I'm very observant that way. You'll notice that. (laughs) I'm very quick. And yes, I'm the co-host, Tony Shore. Jonathan and Haley, thank you for having me on your show. Uh, I can't wait to get into that. But first, how have you guys been? How's everything there at Altitude? Everything is great. Um, you know, we're, we're a little bit tired of the snow we've had here in Colorado and ready for uh, spring to start. But other than that, things are very, very good. Yeah, I'm tired of the snow too. And Jonathan, you and I were just talking about how much we hate the snow, right? Yeah, in fact, you know, I'm over it. It's uh, It's been a long winter, a good winter, you know, moisture's here, but they're you know, predicting the storm of the century now. And so now I'm really over it. Yeah, that's, it's no fun. I mean, we've had so much snow just uh, this year already. It's enough. I'm ready for it to be over with in the cold temps and the snow. Uh, can't wait for spring. I think we're going to miss spring though altogether and we just think so. head yeah. right it, into it, no. summer. So. You know, not off the subject here, but it actually rained last night. There's still snow on the ground. It actually rained last night. It's 65 degrees today. And when, you know, with less than 24 hours, it'll be 12 degrees and 14 inches of snow. So not to be, that's definitely not a retirement couple question or a conversation, (laughs) but. uh, Yeah, I'm thinking about, you know, when you said the title of the show, you wanted to talk about retirement conversations for couples. I just immediately think, you know, my wife and I, we've been married 26 years. And so we've had lots of conversations about lots of things. And of course, I start thinking about, okay, conversations my wife and I have, um, why I buy so many records, because I'm a record collector. That's a big conversation. <laughs> How much money are you going to spend on vinyl this month? Uh, that's a big conversation. But, you know, I think like a lot of folks, my wife and I constantly put off talking about retirement. That's not a big one that comes up, even though we're getting to that age where, you know, we should have a written plan in place. Uh, as you're always telling us. And I think couples out there uh, need to hear this and need to hear about the conversations that they should have. Uh, I know that they say talking about money causes stress uh, amongst uh, couples. Is that true? Is this going to be a stressful conversation? I don't think it's necessarily a stressful conversation. Um, I think it's more just looking at each person's perspective and making sure we're on the same page with regard to our financial future. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And I mean, the more you, in my opinion, the more you talk about it, the more comfortable you feel because, you know, after doing this for, you know, quite some time with Haley, it seems like the stress comes 
when there's not a plan in place, when they haven't answered those questions, when they don't know what their goals are as a couple and they're just kind of separate and then something, you know, God forbid happens to one of them. Now, all of a sudden, that's when the stress starts because the other one does not have any idea what's going on, wouldn't you say? I think it's more fear of the unknown. Once yeah. it's known, that fear is relieved, essentially. And, you know, that's that's where that plan comes into play, Tony, like you mentioned, is the lack of planning. That's what causes the stress. Once you have the plan done and you can be fully confident in that plan, I think the stress kind of goes away. I would agree with that as well. Wow. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And so uh, it's better to get it out there and talk about it and deal with it so you can sleep well at night. You know, I've heard you guys talk about the SWAN plan before, the S-W-A-N, sleep well at night plan. And so I think that's what we need to have in place. So obviously it's important to look at uh, your earnings when you're talking about retirement. And there's a lot of different questions that come up like, uh, where where's the money going to come from to live on? When do we want to retire? Those types of things, correct? Right, right. And that's where, you know, oftentimes when we have couples come in, their risk tolerance is not necessarily the same. And so we want to, you know, dive into that and make sure that both husband and wife are comfortable with how much they have exposed to risk. Uh, Jonathan says this quite often is, hey, when you're retired and you're traveling and you're on vacation, you don't want to have to wake up every day and look at the stock market and figure out if you have to cut your trip short because the stock market crashed. So we want those, you know, income guarantees and, you know, that income we can rely on throughout our retirement and our our lifestyle isn't dictated by the stock market. That's right, Haley. So when we we're, when I'm talking about it, like in my, you know, seminars and things like that, I, I like to, you know, ask these people, is your retirement predictable? And is, is your income coming in on a guaranteed basis every single month, every single year, like you'd mentioned, because some people say, well, my retirement's set up. I've got a certain amount of assets. I can withdraw a certain amount, you know, for the rest of my life. But can you, if it's not, um, if you don't have a certain amount, you know, protected or a certain amount coming in as your regular paycheck, no matter what the market does, I don't think that's possible. And so many people think, you know what, you know, I've got my own thing done and, and couples tend to separate a lot of times their assets from each other as well. Well, and you talk about income and making sure you have uh, income that you can count on every month in retirement once that working paycheck stops. Uh, what is one of the main things you look to to create that income? Well, where do we start? Well, first thing we're going to start with, and you know, we like to take a, a holistic approach to planning, and we just actually just got done meeting with a couple and. Uh, their first comment was, wow, you don't just look at our investments. And we said, no, we don't. We look at everything. And one of the first things we were going to start with is social security. And that's, you know, one point that we want to point out specifically for couples is we have to figure out how to maximize your social security between the two of you. Yeah, absolutely. So social security, obviously, that's, you've talked about that before. That's the foundation of a solid retirement plan. And especially for couples, they need to look at, um, you know, there's a lot of couples filing strategies, things like that, correct? Yeah. I mean, a lot of times, you know, some some folks might say, well, you know what, I, I don't have enough to retire off of just my, my investments and, you know, I've got to keep working. But the question is really is, well, do you have to keep working? Have you planned your social security? Has anybody ever ran or put together a social security maximization report and showed you that, you know, this is what your benefit's going to be. And then when you, um, 
combine that with your investment income, a lot of times, a lot of people are surprised at what their actual income is. Well, yeah. And so uh, that's really good. You want to make sure you have as enough, as much as possible and as many forms of uh, quote unquote guaranteed income, like social security, uh, where you know there's going to be a check there each week and to maximize it because when you file for social security can make a big difference on how much you get each month too, right? Absolutely. And, you know, just to kind of use my parents as a quick example here, we ran the social security maximization report for them and the way they were going to file versus the way they are actually filing now is going to be a difference of almost a hundred thousand dollars to them if they live a normal life expectancy. And so that's quite a chunk of change. If, if we can just show purely by running a social security maximization report, how to generate an additional hundred thousand dollars for my parents, that's a huge difference in their retirement. Right. And it's everyone's different, you know, and Haley's parents, you know, are, you know, started drawing with spousal benefits and things like that, you know, at age 65, 66, 67. And those kind of came into play. Then my dad, for instance, retired when he was 58 years old. It made sense for him to start drawing at age 62. So everyone is different. So a lot of times, though, what they teach or what or what these people, you know, have been, I guess, incumbent to is that, um, when they turn 66, that is the age they have to start drawing Social Security by, or they start drawing at 62, not knowing the repercussions of, hey, I'm still working, I'm making over the minimum, or excuse me, the maximum amount of money. Now my Social Security benefits going to be, you know, reduced. So there's so many factors, you know, when trying to put together your Social Security benefit. Well, yeah, a lot of factors to consider, and I know you guys have some tools for our listeners out there that you utilize with your clients, like a, a social security maximization report that can tell them what to do, when to do it, and what spousal benefits they might qualify for, right? Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things before we get into that offer for today, I want to just talk about is the survivor benefit with social security. That becomes a huge issue uh, when we lose a spouse, because now the surviving spouse is going to have the higher of the two benefits, essentially. So we want to make sure that that survivor benefit is as high as it can be. A lot of our male clients um, have said, you know, I want my my widow to live like my wife. And, you know, what does that mean? That basically means they want their their widow, if they leave, to have that same lifestyle. Um, and they don't want to have to go to poverty levels because they lost all their income sources once a spouse dies. So yes, a lot of factors for the social security. Right. And so uh, obviously there are a lot of other factors too that couples need to take into consideration uh, like when they retire. Uh, is there anything more you want to talk about regarding social security or do you want to move on to that? Because a lot of times couples are different ages and when they want to retire, that can be an important conversation. Yeah, and I think I think Tony, probably at this time, we should probably um, we can probably move forward to the next topic. But um, we do offer that Social Security maximization report uh, complimentary here at Altitude uh, Planning Group. So if any of our listeners are interested in that, they could certainly give us a call um, at 303-468-1392. or they can uh, look us up on the web at uh, www dot altitude pg.com all right that sounds great and if our listeners want to set up a complimentary consultation come in and meet with you if a couple wants to come in and get some 
uh, financial counseling, look at where they're at and get started with a plan. I know you offer that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. They can sit down and meet with you guys in person. How do they do that? What's the number they call? Absolutely. Just give us a call 303-468-1392. As Tony mentioned, complimentary. Uh, anytime we run reports like the Social Security Maximization Report, we do not charge for that. It is complimentary. So for all of you listening, don't bring any money with you. Don't bring your checkbooks. Just call us 303-468-1392 and we'll get you set up for a complimentary review. All right. That sounds great. And let's take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about couples having to stagger their retirement dates or one retiring uh, and planning on a longer retirement. Uh, some of those questions come up. We'll talk about that after the break. So listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude with our hosts, Haley and Jonathan Sanders. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on the future of U.S. taxation, Social Security, New Generation Retirement Planning System, and the Generational Vault. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Altitude Wealth Management by visiting MyAltitudeWealth.com or calling us at 303-465-1392. And welcome back to Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude with our hosts, Jonathan and Haley Sanders, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And great discussion today, some retirement conversations for couples. And the first big topic you brought up that couples are going to need to talk about is Social Security, when to file. And that plays into when you want to retire and what your situation is personally as to when you need to file for Social Security. But it also... Uh, when you retire uh, is a big conversation to have because a lot of times couples aren't the same age. One might hit retirement age or want to retire sooner or later. So how does all that work? Yeah, that's that's an interesting topic. In fact, we just saw it yesterday with the lovely couple we met with. Um, the wife was significantly older, um, even though she looked younger. I told him he married well, uh, but she was planning <laughs> to retire at 70, which was just a couple years away, and he was planning to retire at 55. So now oh, we've wow. got this huge age gap, but also if he retires at 55, his retirement assets are going to have to last a lot longer than hers would. Well, th that and um, he can't even start drawing on his um from his retirement accounts until he's 59 and a half without penalties. So there's some lot of intricate planning there that goes into to age gap differences, which we do see quite often. Wow. So uh, is there a benefit to staggering um, retirement dates then? Uh, would some people have to consider that? Or if he really does want to retire at the same time as her, then he's going to have to sacrifice fewer years working, fewer years earning more for his social security, perhaps fewer years uh, to build up more retirement savings, yet he's going to need more. Absolutely. So, you know, for this couple, like I mentioned, we're going to have a completely different plan for him than for her. It's just going to be different. And so we want to make sure that it's feasible for this to happen because we do have to plan for a lot longer retirement. Um, so if the assets are there, I don't think it's necessarily a problem. We just have to do some different planning. But oftentimes if it's just like, well, I want to retire when he or she does, well, maybe 
we can't just purely because we haven't paid into social security long enough. So our benefits not going to be as high or we haven't saved enough in retirement accounts. And so, uh, and the other thing to look at is the healthcare picture because if they're not of Medicare age, well, what are we going to do if we quit working early when our healthcare was previously funded through our employer? And a lot of times what we see too, uh, Haley is that we, you know, Sometimes when they reveal what their assets are or when you have those age gaps or, or not age gaps, uh, people come in and, you know, and they're laying out their assets for the first time, not only to us, but to each other and saying, you know, we want to plan. We want to know when we could retire. Well, you know, it, it helps, I think, and relieves some of that stress to kind of let yourselves and each other know ahead of time kind of what you're working with, what your goals are together instead of just doing it, you know, throwing it out there all at once, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe what you're kind of saying there, Jonathan, is this money stuff is not the most fun to talk about. Um, we really don't talk about it enough, in my opinion, because it's hard to talk about. We don't talk about it with our kids, our family. It's kind of taboo to talk about it. So when we are doing our planning, one of the first things we do is kind of just organize and make sure that everybody's on the same page and has the same goals in mind and make sure the plan then reflects that. Sure. And so I imagine from talking about that couple where uh, they want to retire at the same time. So one's going to be much younger and won't have, uh, you know, senior benefits yet in a lot of areas. Uh, Staggering your retirement date, there's a lot of benefits to uh, one retire, the older one retiring first, and the other one continuing to work. I would, I would imagine. Sure. Yep. Exactly right. Absolutely. Pure. You know, if we can get them to Medicare age, obviously a benefit. If we can get them past the 59 and a half deadline to where you can now draw from retirement accounts without the additional 10% penalty, uh, that's a huge uh, benefit as well. So there's lots of factors to consider. Um, You know, there's there's reasons why it's better to be older. And, you know, some of those, just to name a few, are Medicare age of 65, 59 and a half where you can draw from retirement accounts, like I mentioned. And so those are some of the things we have to look at with every client that comes in and their retirement goals. Right. And also, also, Tony, not to interrupt you, but um, some of the people, you know, just say, you know what, I don't care. I will retire anyways because I hate my job or I hate my boss or, you know what, my wife is, you know, 20 years older or my husband's 20 years older, whatever the case is, they're going to die soon. So, um, (laughs) you know, they want to spend, they want to spend time with them and, 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 you know, you kind of laugh at it, but you also have to plan because, you know, they, a lot of times they use mortality tables from social security, you know, which for a male, I think we talked about it in previous shows is, is 83 and and a female, you know, roughly around 85 ish or so. And the average retirement professional plans for a 20-year retirement. Well, as you know, everybody's living longer these days. Yep. And so if, if you don't plan accordingly, I mean, you might have to plan for the 55-year-old. If he's retiring, you might have to plan 35 years. You know, his wife- yeah, He could you, you live might, to be 100. I mean- Exactly, exactly. So- yeah. And that's- And you, you know, know what? Those, uh, when you're talking about all this, uh, the one thought that came to my mind is healthcare. Like if I retire at 55 and my wife's much older, so she's going to retire and I want to retire at the same age she does it. She's 70. I'm 56 or 55. Um, I get health care through work. I'm not eligible for Medicare until right. I'm 65. So you've got to take into account health care costs at that point. 
That's right. Absolutely. And, you know, we've heard time after time case where people have their own health care plan and it's literally a mortgage payment. So it's definitely something to consider when you're planning for your retirement. Right. Right. And then uh, what's another big question? We probably have time to deal with one or more uh, of these retirement conversations that couples need to have. Uh, do you guys have any ideas on uh, what we should cover? Well, um, we'll see what Haley says. I kind of like the whole um, estate plan question, you know, and factoring in there with their retirement, because even though you might have a retirement plan, if your estate plan is not dialed in, you, you have a you have a couple issues there and, and it could cause some big issues down the road. I don't know what Haley's is going to be, but that would be kind of my Subject topic, I guess. Sure. Yeah, I think that's a great topic, Jonathan. I'm. Uh, it's not cookie cutter anymore where we have husband, wife, and all the assets go to the two kids and, you know, it's just per- perfect little picture. On occasion, we see that, but oftentimes we have blended families and, you know, how do assets flow? And that's something that's hard to talk about. Specifically, uh, you know, uh, one of our lovely couples that we just met with, um, they have eight children between the two of them, none together. Wow. wow. And so, you know, if husband and wife both pass, well, what happens to the significant amount of assets that they've accumulated? Uh, so that's a big question for couples. That and and, and also, Halo, we see too in this uh, retirement planning is a lot of um, our clientele and our prospects have rental properties and that plays a huge, you know, stake in their retirement income. And if they don't have the proper estate planning done with those rental properties and someone passes away, it could you know, be detrimental to their whole retirement picture. Right. And I, I want to clarify for our listeners, some of our listeners out there might be saying, well, estate planning, that sounds like something for the wealthy or something I don't need to worry about or my wife and I don't need to talk about that at this point. But uh, you know what? You also call it legacy planning. We all leave a legacy. Uh, and I think that what you guys are talking about, the important part for couples, like for my wife and I, is what happens if I should pass away or what happens if my wife should pass away? Are the beneficiary designations on, correct on all our life insurance policies? Is everything up to date? Is that the type of thing we're going to be talking about? Absolutely. And, yes. you know, maybe we should rephrase that instead of saying estate planning. It's more like what kind of a mess do you leave behind? Or um, is it pretty clean and easy and straightforward? And that's really what we're talking about there. Sure. And so obviously there's a lot to take into account and you need to be on the same page with your spouse or, uh, you know, couples need to have these conversations. Uh, what are we leaving behind for the kids if something should happen to us? You know, powers of attorney. There's a lot of different stuff involved with estate planning and legacy planning, isn't there? Absolutely. There is. And, you know, back to the kid thing, you know, one common, you know, um, I wouldn't say issue, but one one common maybe roadblock uh, when, when planning this, when, when doing this legacy planning, and I think Haley would attest to this too, is the, the lack of communication ahead of time you know, creates kind of some uneasiness when, when this topic does come up and, and, and they understand, you know, how super important the legacy planning or estate planning is. But, you know, John, for, for instance, wants to leave, you know, half of his, you know, IRA to, to his spouse and then the remaining to his son. Well, maybe, maybe Joan, his wife, wants to leave, you know, only part of it to the son if something happens to her and she wants to give it the rest of it to her, you know, nephew or niece that's been dear to her heart or 
you know, just just a lot of different questions and concerns can come up during these times, and it, you know it can be awkward for them when when again the first time they this this information comes up is in front of your um, financial professional. So it's a good it's a good topic to talk about kind of ahead of time. And Haley and I try to make it as easy and comfortable as we possibly can for you know folks coming in, and that's why we kind of go over a checklist too. Yeah, I think that's very important and. For our listeners out there, this is something that you help your clients with. You'll sit down and look at the big picture and talk about, uh, check those beneficiary designations and talk to them about these things. And I know you work alongside estate planning attorneys if they need one for that, for like a, you know, a power of attorney for the kids if something should happen to them or things like that, correct? Absolutely. Yep. We sure we do all of those things that you just mentioned, Tony. Hey, and Tony, one thing, since we're talking about, you know, this subject and the legacy type planning and social security, one offer I wanted to just throw out there is Haley is going to be teaching a class this one particularly. So women listen up here. Um, this is a women's only event. It's going to be in the Inglewood uh, area. It's at Maggiano's. Uh, which is uh, 7401 South Clinton Street. And the dates of those are March 26th and March 28th at 6 o'clock. And Haley's going to go into a lot of detail about what all these different items mean, how to plan, how to how to check your Social Security, when should you retire, you know, when is it appropriate uh, to do your estate planning or your legacy planning, who do you want planning for you? So she's going to go through some of these items that are super important that we're um, we're discussing right now. And again, those dates, Tony, are March 26th and March 28th at Maggiano's Little Italy Restaurant in Inglewood, and it starts at 6 p.m. They can register um, at our website here. It's at www.ewpreview.net. Again, that's www.ewpreview.net. Is there anything else, Haley, you'd like to add to that? I don't think so. I'd love to have anybody listening join. It is a women's event, um, so feel free to join us. All right. That sounds great. Well, you know what? We're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything else you guys want to add before we go today? I don't think so. I think just the emphasis of today's show is communication and being ready. Um, so planning. And we want to encourage all of our listeners to do their planning, get something in front of you that kind of gives you a written retirement plan and estate planning as far as what happens when you go and where the assets go and who gets what. That stuff is so important. So if you need a review on this, please call us 303-468-1392. Jonathan and myself will sit down with you. We make it as easy as possible. Um, No pressure and just getting this stuff planned out for you. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude with our host, Haley and Jonathan Sanders. Thank you for listening to Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jonathan and Haley Sanders at Altitude Wealth Management. Call 303-465-1392 or visit them online at myaltitudewealth.com. 
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Altitude Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Colorado. Insurance products and services are offered through Altitude Planning Group. Altitude Wealth Management, LLC and Altitude Planning Group are affiliated companies. Jonathan and Haley Sanders and Altitude Wealth Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.